Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto today. Really appreciate you doing so. So for November 8th, you can imagine it's a lot of reaction to CUPE and the provincial government. Not making a deal. That's going to be the hard part now. But the important thing was to turn the temperature down, have kids back in the classroom. I don't doubt for a minute it's what both sides wanted. I've heard so much while neither side cares about the kids. Look, no, they won't care about the kids as much as you and I care about our own kids and the kids in our neighborhood and the collective. That's fine. They've got jobs to do. The union's job, negotiate the best pay and the best benefits. The government's job, keep costs in line while not losing workers. So I get into some of that off the top of the hour at 6 o'clock on Toronto Today. A rather impressive moment yesterday. And the reason why it might sound like there's a bit of a kick in my step, your kids, our kids, my kids will go to school today. And teachers will go as well. And education support workers. We, we've taken the temperature down. I didn't think the temperature could go up so high so fast, but it turns out that it could. And if you'd asked me Friday afternoon after an entire day of demonstrations at Queen's Park, knowing that there was going to be more on Saturday and knowing that it was coming on Monday as well, I wasn't that positive. I remember telling my neighbor, his wife's a, a, a teacher as well, so they're both our neighbors. They're lovely, lovely neighbors. We have great neighbors on both sides. When you've got great neighbors on both sides of your house, it's amazing. And um, and she teaches. And I remember saying, I think for sure we're going to be out for Remembrance Day. I just didn't see a give back from either side. I didn't see the quote-unquote massive olive branch that the premier offered yesterday. But he did do that. And I'll bring up why I don't think this is him caving. I do think it's a win for the union, but I don't think it's a cave for the provincial government. And I'll explain why that ends up being the case. But I was relieved. But I don't want to. Here's what I don't want to relive. Those two hours of tension when you feel like you've offered something to somebody and you're like, here's a rope. Here's a branch. Here's my hand. Are they going to take it? Are they going to take it? You ever offer your hand to somebody and they don't take it? This could be metaphorically, but actually physically. People are weird about handshakes sometimes. So sometimes that happens in sports or politics and you're like, oh, there's that tension. Are they actually going to forgive each other? Are they going to move forward? And I wondered whether we were going to get that yesterday between, you know, 925 a.m. and what, 1155 a.m. when the QP news conference finally started. But we got it. And when the Ford government said, we'll offer the branch, QP took it. And that doesn't mean they're not going to battle at the negotiation table, but it's life. Take your wins, take your losses. I've got thoughts on how it all appeared to me on the stage for QP, but I'm going to give that some time to breathe out. Laura Walton's going to join us around 645. Here's what the premier said in his morning news conference yesterday that you heard live right here on 640 Toronto. Yeah, I'm, I'm always for helping the, the little guy, little gal. You know, I, 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 I think I'm pretty easy going, to be very frank. You know, I've been flexible. I think uh, with, with union negotiations, we're at 98%. I want to help them, but we can't help them unless QP comes back to the table. Now, to be blunt, to be fair and, and, and be factual, the mediator called off the talks. So he didn't say in that comment, QP left the table, stormed off, threw a bunch of chairs around, spilled coffee. Uh, and decided not to return. The mediator said, you guys are too far apart. I can't handle this. But at, remember also, at, at its most simplistic measure, Doug Ford's a politician. 
Okay, there's some politicking happening through this entire process. And that was Doug Ford, by the way, at his most relatable. That was the Doug Ford that people voted for en masse last June, this past June. Um, I get it. I know people say, well, only this percentage of the people actually voted. It was an overwhelming majority government. And clearly the other parties and the other party leaders uh, didn't offer jack squat in terms of an alternative. There are people that voted for Doug Ford that never would have considered voting conservative before in Ontario. You know it and I know it. By the way, today, and I'll explain why later on, there will be people that vote Republican that never, ever voted Republican before today and never, ever, ever considered voting Republican, but they will. And I'll explain more why that's the case uh, throughout the show. Here's Laura Walton, who will join us about a half hour from now, responding. I think QP can claim a victory here, but I don't know that it's a dunk on the Ford government. This was Laura Walton's response just before noon yesterday. We have our bargaining rights back. And I am as committed as I've ever been to getting a deal that works for each and every one of you. You led this movement that brought labor unions together with parents and concerned Canadians everywhere. You led this movement that showed the people of Ontario that you can stand up to a bully, look them in the eye, and say, hell no, not today. Okay. Now, she's a winner. She, There's no doubt about it. This is a really effective union leader. I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk about Laura Walton 10, 15, 20 years from now. Who we don't talk about is somebody that you got to look up to remember, Eileen Lennon, who led the teacher strike in, in uh, 1997 in the fall, uh, coming off the Harris Snowballin run uh, when they tried to reframe a lot of education, cut into teachers' prep time and whatnot. The only reason you remember Eileen Lennon is, is she sold out the unions. She was a union leader and sold them out and made them go back just when pressure was starting to turn onto the Harris government. And really, no gains whatsoever. And Harris and Snow, well, it wasn't Snowballin by that point in time as education minister. They were able to steamroll their agenda and their legislation through. Was some of it necessary? Did we really need as many school board <laughs> trustees getting good salaries as we did before 1997? No, maybe not. But remember that clip I just played you from Doug Ford. Remember how he says, I'm for the little guys and little gals. Again, you might roll your eyes. But a lot of little guys and little gals didn't get a paycheck yesterday and didn't get a paycheck Friday because schools were shut down for public sector union activity, if you will. It affects people's small business. It affects people's ability to travel to work. It affects people deciding how they can contribute to the retail environment. Small business was hurt by the strike. How could anyone argue otherwise? Bus drivers, crossing guards, food businesses all around school. They depend on those lunch crowds. Didn't do well yesterday, and they didn't do well on Friday. A lot of parents had to miss work to look after kids. Unless, of course, they're government or salaried union staff. They never miss a day of pay. This was my big opposition to the Queen's funeral. I mean, I can't even believe we considered this being a provincial holiday. And credit to the Ford government. They said, no, no. You want to celebrate? Great. You want to honor the queen? Fantastic. We're not shutting the province down to do something like this. Not in a million trillion years. More of what Ford said yesterday about getting a deal done, I thought was significant as well. I think every union I've talked to, and we have a great relationship with the private sector unions, uh, you know, they, they want to make sure that their parents of the kids that are going to school can show up to the construction site. Because if QP continues to strike, 
then these parents won't be able to go to the construction sites. And that goes for people right across the, the province. You know, you, you can't disrupt and hold captive the whole province. They need to go back to the classroom. Simple. And they're back today. And it's really exciting. I think for teachers, I think for students, two days missed. You'll get those days back. But I wanted to hear more, I will say, and I'll say it to Laura Walden in half an hour. I wanted to hear more about the effect on the children yesterday. I know it was a big union victory. I know workers feel that that was a very important day yesterday. I don't think Doug Ford takes yesterday as a loss, like a millstone around the neck.